And this is for the spouse and the individual with HEDS or your significant other, your husband, your wife, pretty much whoever you have sex with. It totally sucks when your spouse becomes your caregiver. Not only for the individual that has the illness, but for the individual that needs to take care of that person. I've said this before, but since this was on caregiving, I thought I'd do an addendum to the latest episode. When my husband and I first met, it was incredible. It was intense. This was the man that if I ever got married, would be the man that I would marry. But I had no intentions of getting married. Wasn't wasn't necessary. Wasn't on my list. We end up, we're blessed with a child that neither one of us thought we could have. We end up moving in together. We end up raising a child together. We end up getting married. Sadly, my husband has not known a year without me being sick since I gave birth. Ever since I gave birth, because we all know my birth triggered, not my birth, but the birth of my son. Well, actually things did happen to me at birth, by the way. I was born with a club foot and all that. We've been down that road and fascia is how we start our lives, you know, embryonic state. Well, that's a whole other thing. But the birth of my son is what triggered a lot of this for me. And yes, I would do it all over again. I just would have started to have worked on my fascia a lot sooner than 15 years. The way life was with my husband, we had to navigate just learning to live together at the same time while I was pregnant. Then we had to learn more about each other while having a young son and we fought a lot and it was very hard because we're both, I know that people don't go by the signs and everything, but he's a May 8, 72 baby. I'm a May, he's a younger man and I'm a May 2nd, 70 baby. So, uh, Robin the cradle, but everything about us was super intense and both of us are very driven individuals. So there was a lot of headbutton when we first got together, but it was with love because the chemistry was there. The sexual chemistry was there. And man, it was incredible. And then I started getting sick. Now you can turn when you're pregnant into helping me shave certain areas and this, that, and the other into romantic things. And they can escalate and things of that nature. But it's pretty hard. (laughs) That's what she said can't help it. It's pretty hard when sex with your spouse pops your pelvis out of place. You can't really turn that into anything fun because it's nothing comfortable for the person on the receiving end and nothing comfortable for the giver. (laughs) Because Although some people would like to think, man, you popped her pelvis out. That's pretty daggone good. No, it makes him feel absolutely horrible. And 
you know, if he has to stop short when we're driving or he hits a speed bump because when he went over the speed bump on our anniversary and my pelvis, shoulder, and rib popped out, he just couldn't, he just couldn't stand himself. He was just kicking himself harder than I could ever have. So the intimacy with the person that is the most incredible person to you physically, chemistry-wise, just the person you want to live the rest of your life with, it now turns into it hurts to have sex with you. It really fights everything. It just it makes it hard on your relationship. It's super hard. And I won't say that's what she said, but I just did. I'm trying to be serious here. In all honesty, it really is hard on a marriage. And my husband has been absolutely wonderful through this. We have good days and we have bad days. Do I want sex that much? Not really. But I also have a lot of fascial adhesions. And I say have because I've had several removed but I know there's more because I can feel them where my C-section was. And a lot of them were uh, strangling, you know, a, a certain part. I mean, I, I forget the right name. Of the, there's something up inside. And when it's not working properly, you just don't want sex. You don't care about sex. And when the insides aren't working properly, you know, it just becomes a chore. And that's not what you want it to be. That's why we broke out the sex wedges. And that's another episode already in the back. You can check it out if you want. But you have to remember that it's okay if you need to be carried to the restroom. It's okay if you cry. And it's okay for you just to want to curl up and never want to be touched. And as the caregiver, you have to realize it's not you when the individual curls up in a ball. It's not you for the reason they don't want to have sex. It's because the pain is so bad. And when you have this illness, all you want to do is focus on how to get better. And then you just can't imagine that there's so much pain and there's more to come. Or you just are having an awesome day and then all of a sudden you just crash. And you never know when it's going to happen. So as the individual with the illness, you feel devastated that you're taking something away from the person that's doing so much for you and taking such good care of you. And it's a really difficult balance, but you will find it. Just communicate and share and find other ways maybe to enjoy things. I'm not even going, I mean, my jaw, we're we're not even going to talk about Well, I guess you could just sit there and say, I don't know. I I guess blowjobs. I'm whispering (laughs) blowjobs. It's not something I want to do at the moment because 
my jaw goes so big and you would think that would be a good thing, but it's not. And it's uncomfortable. And when you have neck issues, that's not necessarily a good thing because that has been brought up to me before. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not. That, that's my cat. Sorry, Ella. I know you, I said that word. I know. I was nervous and I touched her ear and she was a little upset. So, yeah, Emma's my cat bed. Ella's my couch. Uh, I mean, my Emma's my couch, my bed cat, and Ella's my couch cat. So, different spots. I got up and moved. Yoo-hoo. But try to find other things than the old BJ. Because that's not the easiest thing for us with HEDS as well. Our necks are bad. Our joints are bad. And that's a lot of, a lot of movement in the neck area. So, there's other positions, too. You could like, well, yeah, there's that, too. It depends on how much you can handle. I mean, I'm trying to be creative here. But there are other things. But rather than discuss it with me, discuss it with your significant other. Find that wonderful, comfortable balance so things will be better because it's difficult on both ends. I won't say it. It's difficult on both ends for either side if I'm able to share this with you then you should be able to share this with your significant other don't shy away from intimacy don't shy away from your true feelings let them be known make yourself heard because together the two of you will have so much more fun or the three of you I don't know what you're into hey Christy Lynn Hanshee, thank you so much for listening. A Wall Zebra, have a lovely day.